Hello everyone, welcome to Talk Talks. I'm your host, Andrew Kistner, and today I have Dr. Fred Strail, which is a biostatistician. Did I do it right? Yes, you did. Man, I've yes, been working on that one a, like I'm the a, last few minutes. I'm a biostatistician, <laughs> yes. So welcome to the program. I'll give a little background. Um, so as you know, many of you know, that the Oxford Center has um, a, we're, we love research and most of the therapies that we provide, you know, have a lot of research backing them. Um, and not only do we like other research, you know, that we find, you know, out there published research, but we like to produce our own research. Um, and we've produced a couple of research papers and projects, you know, through the years. And we have an entire research department um, and which has grown over the last couple of years. Uh, we have a director out of research director out of DMC in Wayne State. We have Fred now in-house We uh, as the assistant uh, d research director, mm -hmm. and we have a couple other people, one out of DC and whatnot, that um, kind of manage our projects um, and you know analyze the, the data. Um, and uh, we brought Fred on, I don't know, six months ago maybe? I think it was about four months ago. Four months yeah. ago? Yeah. And he's making incredible strides. Um, it, we've always collected data, but we've not always had someone necessarily to review that data and to compile it and make sense of it. So, Fred, thank you for coming on to the program today. It's it's great to be here. It's great to be here. It's um, I've enjoyed getting to know you here. He's he's not far from my office, and it's it's kind of fun. He walks in my office when he gets excited because Fred <laughs> gets very excited when he sees data that does cool things, shows cool things. Um, so the first thing I wanted to ask you um, was kind of how did you get into this? I know that you have a long history as a biostatistician. Yes. Um, and a doctorate, I'm guessing, in that field. Yes. Um, so tell me, where did you get your start and where have you gone from there? Oh my gosh, it's such a long story. Um, give me the abbreviated Yeah, version. I'll give you the, uh, the summary. Um, <clears throat> I ended up at Wayne State uh, in a graduate program, and that's, that's a long story in and of itself, but I ended up with a, a PhD in uh, applied statistics. Okay. And, and the, the road to get there was kind of a, a journey. I started off in my first statistics class in college, I really struggled with it, but I had a goal. I went back to school in midlife, uh, uh -huh. midlife I mean, I was 35 years old, yeah. with the goal of becoming a PhD, which was kind of lofty. Yeah. They tell you, set your goals high. Well, I set them high, and little did I realize. There's not much further beyond that, so right. I think it's probably the and, highest. Um, the first statistics course I took, I just really struggled with, and but it's like, you know, Fred, I mean, you aren't going to get any PhD if you can't get the statistics stuff because you use statistics in your dissertation and such. Right, and right. so <clears throat> I actually retook my first statistics class and, and ended up with a B. I had a better instructor, but I became a statistics tutor. And they said, if you really want to learn something, yep. then you teach it. Yep. So I became, and I was still an undergraduate, um, about 36 years old now. And... Uh, this was back in the 90s, I'm dating myself, but uh, I became a statistics tutor. And Andrew, just through the sheer repetition of going over the material with students, you know, right. semester after semester, and got into graduate school, um, got into these statistics classes. And because I had so much experience with it, I just started to, you know, I mean, really understand it just right. through sheer repetition that I was tutoring my classmates in my statistics classes. And I became so good that I was actually in a master's program at Oakland. Okay. Transferred to Wayne State 
and was in those master's level classes. And, and, uh, and then I was in doctoral level classes, still a master's student, and I was tutoring those people. Awesome. Again, it's only because of the repetition. I, I had right. just done it so much right. that um, I just got to be really good at it. And finally, uh, the chairman of the department said, Fred, you know, I'm going to admit you to the PhD program. And this was 1998. Okay. And I ended up with my PhD in 2000. Wow. And uh, immediately got a job at the University of Michigan teaching statistics in the graduate school. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, again, kind of, and I did teaching assistantships for a couple years and such. Um, really enjoyed teaching. You know, I became, it, and it was something totally that I just became good at just through sheer, you know, determination. Right. And um, in 2002, the dean um, uh, nominated me for a distinguished teaching award for, oh. for adjuncts. I was an adjunct. Okay. Um, didn't get it, but I was nominated. That's pretty and, good. And got um, wonderful evaluations from my students because I was able to simplify some pretty confusing and rigorous material. Something complex. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, because in order for me to understand it back in the day, I had to get, I had to make it really simple for myself. Right. Uh, also, I have to say, in graduate school, I had wonderful statistics teachers. I mean, a just teacher a, can make or break, you know, an education for somebody. And, and you know? I, I tell you, Andrew, these teachers made just, I, I would sit there like this, you know, and it's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then I, would, then I would think during class, I would think, you know what, if I ever teach this stuff, I'm going to teach it just like Dr. Marcotte right. or just like Dr. Sobolowski or just like Dr. Markman, you know. And so those gentlemen became my mentors. Yeah. And it's, and it's a funny thing because... Dr. Shlomo Sovolowski. It's a nice name. Um, was my dissertation chair. Okay. And Tammy, our CEO's dissertation chair. She got Interesting. her PhD. She got her PhD in 2011. Right. We were in the same program. She specialized in special ed. I specialized in applied statistics, um, which I loved. Right. I, you know, as time went on, I just loved it more because I was learning more. Um, it turns out Dr. Sovolowski was nominated for a Nobel Prize wow. in 2014. Wow. And, you know, he, he didn't get it, right. he, but he was nominated yeah. for his work in nonparametric statistics. So Tammy, when I came in, he, you know, to interview with Tammy, she's like, Fred, you know. So we had the whole Shlomo connection, right. Right. you know, and um, I ended up with a 20-plus year teaching career. Okay. Um, started out, like I said, I started out at Wayne and then went to University of Michigan, Dearborn. Didn't you go down to Florida? And I went to Florida for about 18 years. Oh, and wow. Taught so the bulk of your career has been in Florida. The bulk of my career was teaching at a college in South Florida. Okay. And so I've taught thousands of students. Love it. Um, and did a lot of really great, you know, that. My not, you know, you get to, you get, statistics is a subject that everybody hates. Right. And so if you can get good at something that everybody hates, there's a demand for your services. <laughs> That's very true. You know? So I was sought out for projects, you know, within my college, you know, I did a lot of work with our biology department. And yeah. so I kind of became a bio statistician, which it's a statistician who works with biomedical data. Got it. Um, 
but I was also sought out. I would get phone calls. Yeah. From, you know, I got a call from the director of roofing for Target Corporation. You know, just, you know. Right. You know, it's a, uh, Fred, I have this data on hail, and we were evaluating these rolled roofing products. So I did this project with Target. For their buildings? Their buildings all over the world. Oh, interesting. So. And, and they, they were, and, but this was a particular project where they were looking at hail. They were looking at areas of the United States. Right that the roofs just got beat up yeah. by hail. So they were looking for durability. It was a kind of a, a roofing, rolled roofing durability project and they were evaluating these five different rolled roofing products. And this director of, of uh, roofing had data. He was collecting data crazy. On, on, um, on the damage done from hail. Right you know, down to millimeters. I mean, he, 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 and it was a really, really nice valid data set on a, really like cool. five different dependent measures. So we were able to evaluate these five different rolled roofing products and I used advanced statistical analysis and, and was able to ascertain that this one particular roofing product outperformed the others. And so then Target took that information and then that saved them like $50 million. That's crazy. In, it, it was crazy. Well, people don't realize statistics are involved in everything. Well, yeah. I mean, it, absolutely it, everything, down to every product that we use, every service we use, it, there's statistics involved in it. Yeah, exactly. You know, this table, they need to know how much per square inch it can support. Is this the best material for this, t this specific table? Yes. You know, and, and people don't realize how important. And that then is. there's, you know, your field is marketing, there's market research. 100%. You yeah. know, um, We've um, luckily got some good tools well, that really help us. Yeah, you know, like you know, analytic softwares and whatnot. Yeah, uh, they can give us the information and almost tell us what to do. You know, so my job I think is is easier than than building this table. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's yeah. Involvement. Yeah. Well, you know, you open up any research, any scientific research article. Remember those articles that you looked at? You had to look at in college yeah. and yeah. You in grad school or whatever. Well, you know. Every single one of those, any quantitative article, they have a data analysis section. Yeah. That, that's the statistics. Right. And so if you get, you know, if you, if you take my class, you know, you really learn what p-values are and, right. you know, the fundamentals of inferential, descriptive and inferential statistics and, and what are, you know, all the symbols. It's a statistics is a language. Yeah. And language involves symbols. So they call it the language of science. Yeah. Statistics is so these scientific articles have statistics in them. Absolutely. And that's the language which scientists use to communicate the results of their statistics. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you can get, if you can overcome the, ah, I hate this, I'm so confused, and like really get to learn it, which was really hard, it was right. really challenging, um, you can actually have a skill, a skill set that is kind of high in demand. Right, for sure. Know. Um, now I know you have, uh, I don't know if it was recently or it was in the past you were showing me, you, you have your name on some public, public medical research. I do. Or published medical you research. You know what, and it, it's funny, Andrew, because I, I never got into this thing to be a paper writer. Right. Um, I, you know, I've been a, I was approached by a couple different entities to contribute yeah. to papers, uh, the statistical portion of papers, and we just published a meta-analysis systematic review and meta-analysis, so it's kind of a synthesis of studies, and, okay. and, and I worked really hard at that literature review. It was actually literally all summer. 
wow. uh, in the library. You know, um, hundreds of articles, reading hundreds of articles. And the, you know, and long, you know, long story short, um, the content experts actually just finished the thing uh, last month okay. and submitted it, and it just got approved a couple days ago. Yeah, I showed that's you. awesome. You know, so it's that's got to be pretty neat to have, well, like. When you Google your name, a, a research article, a published research article, pop up. That's got to be cool. It's you know what? It's cool. Like I said, Andrew, I never got into this thing to be to do that. I right. got into it to be a teacher, number one, right, and a consultant, number Love two. It. So that you know, people would you know. But one of the things I'm really proud of, um, you know, I got to be a pretty popular teacher at our college in Florida, uh, uh -huh. in Indian River State College. Okay in uh, Fort Pierce, Florida. It's on the Treasure Coast, okay. about 50 miles north of Mar-a-Lago. Yep. Um, and um, um, I got, this, I got this, this crazy idea. I said, you know what? We need to videotape my lectures so that the Absolutely. kids can watch them. So in December of 2013, I put up, I had my class list for the next semester for uh, spring 2014. And I notified all those students, and I said, you know, who would like to participate in a videography project? You know, we need somebody with a, a you know, a, a, a video machine, a camera, some right. sort of video camera, to come in with a tripod, and blah, 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 blah. One student volunteered. Coincidentally, she and her husband had a videography business, and they used to do a lot of work up at Universal and, yeah. and Disney up in Orlando. And, and... First day of class, she brought, she set that tripod up in the in the middle of the class on a desk, and had her camera, and the classes were at 9:30 in the morning, um, four days a week. But I also, I had an eight o'clock class before that, mm -hmm. so I used the eight o'clock class as kind of a dress rehearsal. Got it. Was it the same teaching the same same just material? Time. So it was a it was a direct replication of what I was doing in the right. eight o'clock class. So Perfect. I would come in for the 9:30 class. And uh, just and it was a one take deal. Right, you killed it. it. And I and I and thank the Lord, I killed it. <laughs> Love it. We ended up with twenty one introductory statistics videos. That's awesome. And so the YouTube, we started a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's the Dr. Fred Strail Jr. YouTube channel. All I got to do is Google it. Right. If you want to take us, you know, Carter, if you want to take a statistics class, you know, like tomorrow. You could take my whole class on YouTube. That's you know? pretty awesome. No exams, but um, that thing worked out. It has thousands of views. Love it. Um, but uh, the thing was so successful that I said, you know what? This is this. So I did a whole series on advanced statistics. Yeah. That actually used uh, SPSS slides. SPSS is statistical processing software. Okay. We use it here at okay. the Oxford Center. Um, and so I did, you know, a, 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 a correlation and simple linear regression video, <clears throat> a analysis of variance video, a multivariate analysis of variance video, um, a multiple regression video. So you got in pretty deep. Uh, factor analysis video. And they were all right. about 25 minutes long. That's not bad. But they were um, very, info and those have gotten thousands of views as I well. So let me ask you this. What brought you... One, first back to Michigan, mm -hmm. and then two, to the Oxford Center. Well, i tell you what. COVID hit. Okay. And it hit, obviously, you know, hard, it hit us hard everywhere. And it hit it hit our college. We had to do all our classes online and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I actually transitioned to that pretty well. It was a pretty pretty uh, 
easy fix for me because did, of, so did you just like upload your YouTube stream I did. and I did I totally would I did so all the lectures were just like right there for the kids yeah. and then the, then I put the exams online and you know and stuff yeah but it hit our college and our enrollment went south interesting substantially so in 2021 they decided not to renew 13 instructors contracts yeah. got it there were 13 lucky number right right and um, so then I think the next semester I just sort of stayed on and I was I was angry I right. was I was not happy you know the college had just gotten this huge endowment from Jeff Bezos's XY I mean we, you know like, right. like a, a million bucks it's like oh you can't pay our thir you know our measly little teacher salaries 13 you know, I won't go there, you know, because I, I just won't go there. But um, so I just thought and I thought and I prayed and it's and I had been in Florida since 2004. It's mm -hmm. now 2021, and I had missed. I love Michigan. Right. I mean, Florida's nice. Yeah, sure. For vacation. Well, yeah, and I and so I and I always was homesick. Yeah. I would, you know. Um, you know, uh, all my Facebook friends, all my friends from, from, you know, Michigan, and I would go, come home to visit right. during some, you know, during, once in a while during semester breaks, you know, a lot of the time I'd go out west and visit my family out in California and New Mexico and stuff, and, you know, but once in a while I'd come to Detroit and just spend, and just love it, and get yeah. together with friends, and the weather, the fall, you know, yeah. I came back one October and it was just heavenly. Right. You know, the cool air and, the, you know, just the people, the Midwestern people are different than the people in Florida. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm gonna move back home. There you go. So I put some job apps out and I ended up taking a position at Henry Ford Health Okay. as a biostatistician. I came back, I literally um, stayed in a, a friend's guest bedroom for about three months. Whatever works. Um, got rid of all my furniture and got you know got rid of just uh, got my housing situation all squared away. Um, I, I at the time I was not owning a house. Okay, so that was pretty easy. I didn't have to you know do the whole house sale thing. Came back to uh, Rochester, Michigan, and uh, worked. Ended up working at Henry Ford for about six months okay. as as a biostatistician. Worked on a lot of really interesting projects. Um, and then decided to leave there for for a few reasons, and then just kind of went back into retirement and thought, you know, you know, it's like, man, it's like, you know, I basically had nothing to do but just right. like go to the gym or you know get together with friends. Right. So I started looking again and I applied and I found the Oxford Center. Yeah. And the place intrigued me. Yeah. I looked at they they had this assistant research director position open and I read the description and it was really nicely written. I said, this is, I mean, I'm qualified for this. I think I'll apply. Right. Two, three weeks later, I get a call from Kristen from HR and blah, blah, blah. And Fred, we'd like to have you come in for an interview. And that's like, okay. So I, I, I was real. The, the Oxford Center really intrigued me. So I went to our site mm -hmm. and uh, it's like, man, this, this place is amazing. You yeah. know, the things that we do here. And I started watching the talk talks. I love it <laughs> because I was so intrigued. It's like I and so I got to know the employees. Right. You know, I watched. I you know because you were obviously the yeah. host. I watched um, 
Dr. Sherwin's video, yep. Tammy's video, um, Elizabeth, right. uh, Gianna, yeah. um, and of course, this, you know, Gianna's story. Right. You know, here I'm looking at pictures of this little girl, this little girl, and then I come in and I meet her. She's a, now a college yeah. student. It's like, oh my gosh, this is the miracle child that's now an adult, you right. know. And getting married. And oh, and now, on she's, the now she's engaged. And... She's, she's, and she's in the office right next to me, which right. is great because, yeah. you know, whenever she needs anything, I'm here for her, yeah. you know. And, um, but I came in, Andrew, it was so, it was so, I came in for the interview. Uh, ta uh, you know, Dr. Peterson, uh, Tammy, our CEO, treated me like a king. Took me into her office. We sat down at the little couch area. Yep. Then there were people like mingling. Like you were mingling. It's like, oh, there's Andrew because I knew you from the top. I already right. knew you, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, Tammy's dogs. You know, one right. of the dogs came, laid next to me, and put his 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 head on my my foot <laughs> as we're having our interview. Tammy looks at me. She says, "Fred, he's never done that before." You're right. You know? And I was so like literally awestruck and you know by this place. Yeah. Just because we do some very, very special things here. Right. And, we, and your mind is probably looking at the statistics of things. It, you have to, when you look at this place, you have to think just, wow, it's an unmeasurable amount of data. Well, and then it's data. funny that you mentioned that because so I um, subsequently got hired. Right. You know, and uh, so my first day of work, uh, Blake Powell, our uh, director of special operations, and you know, I'm being onboarded right. by a lot of different people. Yeah. And the kids here, and I call them all kids, you know, because, you know, even you. you know, <laughs> right, right, I get it, right, I get it. You know, you're a kid, you know. Um, and I love I kids. I feel like a kid, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you know, I tell you, um, you know, uh, I've worked with kids for, because I was a teacher, so yeah. I've worked with kids. You gotta be, if you're gonna be a teacher, you gotta love kids. You do. So I love kids, and uh, even the bigger kids. You right. know, you guys are still kids to me. <laughs> and I work with uh, kids in our little administrative area. They're all younger people. Right, right. And they're all just so smart. They are. So they're smart and they got great senses of humor and I just you know it's just it's a blessing to be here. But the fir my first day of work, Blake Powell, Blake showing me the data the database the, the the databases you know, and, and he's showing me the the tracking software uh, catalysts that our uh, um, uh, behavior techs use right. when they're working with the kids and they're able right. to track the different behaviors and stuff. Yep. So, yep. And he's showing me these, and then then he's you know it's on the screen, and I'm looking at the, there's graphs, right. there's line graphs. Oh, 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 <laughs> and guess what? All the graphs are going like this. Up. They're all go. I mean, they're all going up. I'm like, these kids are all improving. Yeah. Then you could actually click, click, click on the graph, and it shows you like little data points. Yeah. That was the impetus for our first paper. The three-month snapshot, uh, repeated measures, right. baseline two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. We were able to get a paper out of that. Just on uh, that's exact. That just that's how it started. It's like I love it. We and it was so simple. We had about a hundred subjects, hundred hundred children, right. hundred autistic children, and I and I you know I'm because I'm very old school, of course, you know, I'm, and so I literally hand, <clears throat> I hand entered the data from, I just basically eyeballed it and created variables and in our right. software, uh, statistical processing software. And we have um, every single, I've actually written two or three papers, uh, literally those repeated measures, snapshots. Right. We, have, we have statistical significance on all of them. That's crazy. 
um, and it's a, it's I mean in terms of a public of a future yeah the data is there right the data is there and the data just it clearly shows uh, a significant trend upward right in other words what we're doing in terms of the treatments that we're right. administering are having a significant effect on changing whatever we're looking to change. So kind of when you're looking at this and you're publishing these papers, what's your goal? Um, I know one of your goals is get data out there. That's that's important. Whether that data is favorable or unfavorable, right. no matter what it is, you got to get data out there to make good decisions. Right. What's your goal uh, in, in publishing a paper? Well, the the, it, the paper is it's not it's it's not easy. Right. It's 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 a, it's a it's a very difficult undertaking. Yeah. Uh, it's very challenging. You know, there's certain um, because going through peer review. Right. I mean, you've heard me, you yeah. know, complain and da da da. Right. You know, and, and the peer reviewers, they can beat you up. Right. They can say some really. <laughs> but it's their job. It's their you, job. You, you, you don't want peer reviews. You. Do. I mean, maybe we do, but it's not good to have peer reviewers. They're like, oh, this is great. No. You don't but, want me as a peer reviewer. I'm but like, they yeah, don't have great. to. They don't have to be real nasty about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually doing a peer review. I was invited by one of our journals awesome. to be a peer reviewer, and I'm, I'm actually doing that this morning. Sweet. You know, I'm not being real nasty. I mean, this, right. this paper, um, out of uh, five different Chinese universities, these, these, these researchers did a really great job. Awesome. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great premise, what they're doing, but there's flaws. I mean, I'm finding, I'm finding some of the same flaws as they, they're finding in my paper, our right, papers. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm just pointing it out. I'm not using, right. like, <laughs> this is audacious. Why would you even do this? Exactly, yeah, yeah. This it, sucks. Yeah, it, you know. Um, so, um, you know, the challenge is actually the pa you know, getting the papers published. Yeah. Yep. Get, you know, getting uh, the papers published. Now, we, um, about two, two, three weeks ago, I discovered this medical journal that um, the uh, research team that I was involved with in Florida, and that's the meta-analysis that okay. just got published, and they're actually, and you've become familiar, a little yeah, bit familiar little bit. with this um, academic channel that we're talking about getting involved with. So yeah. we're going to actually have assistance with the editing pr process. That's huge. You know, just the, all the little, all the little nitpicky things with references and grammar and punctuation. Uh, you'd be writing a paper and you think your grammar and pu punctuation is fine until you put it through Grammarly. <laughs> And then it tells you, and it, the nice part about that software, that's a nice tool. Click, right. click, and it, it, it corrects the sentence for you. Even right. though you think we're educated, right. we think right. we're writing well, <laughs> sometimes we're not, right. you know, for various reasons. So, um, you know, getting the paper, and, and maintaining an ongoing program of research right. in the different areas that we specialized here at the Oxford Center. We have right. applied behavior analysis studies. We have um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy studies. We're going to get into um, physical therapy studies, right. occupational therapy studies. Just, um, just think about hyperbarics. You know, we treat upwards of, I don't know, 100 different medical conditions here. Yeah. And there's, a re there's research on a lot of those. Yeah. Some there isn't, you know, but you're, you, could, you can collect data from everything. We have the data. 
That's and we've actually I actually have two papers, two qualitative papers, that have, have done just that. That's crazy. Yeah, they, they've actually, um, but see, the papers aren't as sophisticated enough. And all we're trying to do is share our results with the scientific community. Right. We have this data, we have these results to share with you. Right. But the scientific community, for various reasons, either right. politics, yep. bias, you know. Money. Money, you know. Um, <laughs> they want, like, unique sort of cutting edge kinds of things. Or pharmaceuticals. They love pharmaceuticals. Thank you very much. I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> you can say it. They want pharmaceutical research. That's what they um, want. And all we want to do as, as just sort of bare bones, basic, you know, um, fundamental researchers, we have this data, we looked at it, now we have these statistical results, and we want to share it with the scientific community. That's, that's all we want to do. Right. To show the treatment's efficacy. Right. To show the, the positive effects of, of hyperbaric oxygen you know, therapy on the you know, reduction of certain medical symptoms. That's all we want to do. Right. You know, um, why do they got to make it so doggone hard for us? There's several reasons why they want to make it hard for yeah, us. Yeah, we could have a whole other talk. <laughs> we'll have a whole other talk, talk a, on that. That'll be a part B at some point. <laughs> part B, yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I completely get it. And, um, you know, we've talked a lot, you know, about our uphill battles that we're going to have to fight yeah. um, and uh, through all the fronts, every therapy, you know, uh, we're, we're changing people's lives and that's, um, that's great for them. It's great for us, but it's not necessarily great for every other body out there. Right. Uh, whether it's different companies, you know, pharmaceutical government, whatever. Um, and we have to keep plugging down that road so that we can overwhelm that system. Uh, and you're the guy for it. You're well, <laughs> this is the place for it. Yes. What we do here is very special. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is walk in the front door right. and look at the, the Oxford Center Village. Yep. I mean, we have 80,000 square feet here. 76. Okay. We have almost 200 employees. I think yeah. we're, 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 yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're growing. Right. Um, I've been here four months. Uh, I, when I hired on, I kind of hit the ground. I, I wrote, I wrote I six papers in seven weeks. Love it. Yeah, I just, you know, and you know, Rod, Dr. Sherwin's like, Fred, you know, you just chill out a little bit. You've, <laughs> you've done nine months of work in two months. You know, you just, now we got to get these things published, okay? Right. And that's what we're working on. But right. um, what we do, there's a reason why I'm here. This place is very special. The, yep. You know what we do here with with our with our kids is just an incredibly special. It brings you to tears. It does. It really does. I cry all the time on this podcast. And <laughs> and um, um, there's just a reason. I, I feel like I've been kind of led here. Yep. You know, providentially or, yep. or something. There's something, and the people are so great. They are. And they're so friendly. Everyone, you know us. We say good morning to each other. Everybody's so good at what they do. Um, I've been treated here. I got the you know the OMT right you know, yep. from 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 Doc, and uh, because I watched a I watched a talk talk on that's OMT. They've been bugging. I need to go to her. They all been bugging me about it. I'm yeah, just like a, I'm just gonna schedule an appointment. I'm like don't do that. It, I'll get to it. It's a nice blend of chiropractic yeah. and deep tissue massage. Yeah, and and she she really. Get, you know, and then I walk, you know, it's like, I feel, I don't, my headaches are gone, right. you know, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, 
So this is just amazing. And I have a vision. I have a research vision. I love it. You know, of, of an it, if and when we get this channel running, Yep. And it's we're going to have this ongoing. I want an ongoing flow of published papers. Perfect. That's that's what I want. That's that's, that's my, the only way to overwhelm the scientific community. You have to publish so much research that it just pops up. You know, you 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 type in something similar, looking for research, and you've got five papers by us. Yeah. On that subject, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So that we have so much out there that's irrefutable data. Yep. That they have to go. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on this, you yeah. know. Uh, maybe, maybe we, you know, have to look at this. Well, it's funny, you know, being a statistician, being a biostatistician. Let me give you a little inside track here. A little, little. Uh, in terms of quantitative research, and you know, in other words, the you know the scientific discoveries right. you know, through research and stuff, right. where the rubber meets the road, where the real scientific discovery is met is made is in the statistics right when i click that button and i get this the 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 results of the t-test or the analysis of variance or the correlational analysis or the multiple regression analysis there's the results there's the discovery right there right and so when i jump up and down and i get all excited and i come in your office <laughs> i love it that's why right because here's the discovery right here it's right here okay yeah. now i mean in a real in an ideal world i would immediately share that with the public right it's like but i got to craft this paper yes with an introduction to make sense of it and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and you know hypotheses and da, da, da. i mean we know what our you know the research questions is our treatment effective right that's the research that's the general research question is what we're doing here having a having a significant effect on you know reducing these symptoms and these symptoms and and we see it anecdotally right. the improvement in our kids right you know God, six months ago, this you know she couldn't even walk. Right now, right. look at her. Right, you know that that kind of stuff. Yep. And it's like we want to share these. Or you know, six months ago, she wasn't talking. Yes. And now, and we thought she'd never talk, and now she's got a voice. Yes. Yeah. You know that that needs to be shared. It does. Now we we have that evidence anecdotally. In other words, we can see it visually. Right. You know, we can observe. You know. We need it quantitatively. We have it quantitatively in, in, our, in our databases be, right. because of our behavior technicians are recording that daily. Yeah. I mean, we have just, you know, um, we have an incredible team here. Um, you know, I, like I mentioned, I work in the administrative little hub where we have human resources, we have Blake Powell, you know, our director of special operations, and then providers and you know, our, our IT yeah. department. We have a, just a, just a, all these bright kids, you know, they're right. kids, they're in their 20s and it. 30s. <laughs> that, that they're so, you know, it, you know like with, with, our, with IT, I mean, they, you know, they help me out because I'm, you know, such an oldster, old school, you know, tech guy, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's just amazing. And, it, and it's, the Oxford Center is a place where I look forward to coming in in the morning. Right. Because, and one of the things that I love is that they've pretty much given me free reign. Right. It's like Fred, come in and do your thing. Yep. Just kind of do your thing. Yep. And you know, um, down the road, my vision is we're going to see some. Once we once we're in we're in a lot of peer review right now, and right. there's a lot of back and forth stuff with editing. And but once these these things start to get published, and we start with the 
you know, and then, it, then with, with, you know, with the channel, and, right. and we're able to actually show people that walk in the door, right. that channel will be on our, our yep. screens. Yep. And yep. so we'll be able to show them that. that I love they, you it. Know, and um, it's just a really, it's just a really exciting, you know, organization to be involved with. It is. Know. Well, hey, Fred, I've had a blast having you on today. We, we need to do this again. We do. We do. We'll do a part B for sure. Okay, we need a, we need a part B. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I've enjoyed getting to learn a little bit about you and, and your background uh, and, and kind of seeing your goals. And I love how excited you get um, when you see data that meets your hypothesis. You know, um, and that's obviously our goal. It doesn't always work out that right. way, you know, um, but that's what the scientific, you know, um, process is, you know. So um, thank you guys for, for watching uh, this episode of Talk Talks with Fred. Dr. Fred Strail, a biostatistician. I got it right. Okay, great. Uh, feel free to like and share uh, this podcast. It's on every platform. We release just about every Thursday, and we will see you guys next week.